everyone this is your case files for the week do, 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 do. we're back with a, a show an episode that is dare i say aggressively medium i like this episode. i liked it get it it's a ghost oh, oh yeah yeah mediums. yeah oh. <laughs> also I didn't, I didn't like it that much either but that's fine uh, so why why did you guys like this? Why 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 did you did you like the Islamophobia? I didn't like that. Damn, part. we're getting right into the reviews. Um, I didn't like that part. I liked um, I liked that there was a kind of mousy sort of shy woman who wears floral dresses all the time, and every man who bothered her got killed by an yes. electric ghost. This is one of those great moments. Uh, Lisa Waltz plays the main character, the main guest star, I should say, uh, Lauren Kite. I realized that this is a lady I had a crush on because she like guest starred in like a million different TV shows. Yeah, I just like saw I her a lot. Recognized her instantly. And I, uh, it's Lisa Waltz. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's really good. She's really good. Except in this episode, I was I was jo- I was joking. Uh, I was jokingly coming up with ways that I'm similar to her. Um, everything she wears in this episode looks like a looks like a the carpet the carpet from the basement of a Methodist church. Yep, she's just into those florals. Unfortunate. Oh, praise the Lord, Mare. Well, so the reason Mare confused me about Ghost in the Machine is because she kept talking about electricity, and it's not really that relevant. It's the science-y mumbo-jumbo they use to just have poltergeists in the episode. But there's not yeah. really that much electric stuff happening. I That's why I assumed we were talking about I mean, the inciting Ghost incident the is that the everybody that the everybody that Ghost Dad fucks up uh, ends up having an electrical charge in their bodies. Also, <laughs> I think we need to talk about how this wasn't the case when this episode was made, but now this ghost dad is much more wholesome <laughs> than the go- than the than the oh, ghost yeah. dad that we know about. So so I'll, I'll walk I'll start walking us through the the plot line of this one. Um the episode basically kicks off uh, a couple muggers are found dead after trying to attack Lauren um at she's like an she's at an ATM I think. And, yes. um, they're found dead and Mulder and Scully are called in to investigate this because, uh, it was weird. They have some kind of like electrical charge. And this was, this made my, uh, Epstein senses tingle when they're like, the hyoid bone was fractured from the inside. I was like, oh my God. Well, they also, they also face off with these two double secret super agents who just won't say anything to them who yeah. are square Mulder and Scully I'm kind who literally of just call literally just call them in to be like have you seen anything like this before and Mulder's like yeah not really <laughs> and then they're like cool leave <laughs> they could have just and then Mulder's <laughs> like just lo- just joking did, did they know you could just call like they could have just dialed up Mulder and been like hey Mulder we got this thing you don't, you know, who, you this? don't know who's listening on a line imagine <laughs> imagine you're like a preteen in the year 2000 and your friend invites you over a neighborhood a neighborhood kid invites you into his house and it's like nicer than yours and he points at his dreamcast and says hey have you ever seen one of those before and you're like not in person and he goes okay cool leave this is what these agents did to Mulder. 
See, that's my problem is, okay, even if they did call, they could have just came by Mulder's office and been like, hey, Mulder, uh, we had this thing. You ever heard of this? And he's like, no. Then you're like, I never mind. And then you leave because, because once you're like, hey, hey, check out, <laughs> check out this cool thing, Mulder, check out this cool thing you totally love. Ah, yeah, get out of here. You don't know anything. Never that's, mind. Never mind, Mulder. That's why they call him Spooky Mulder. Everyone's always saying it. Everyone's calling him Spooky Mulder. Everybody. <laughs> so they find out that the, these bodies have been mysteriously killed from the inside. Darth, 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 they got basically Darth Vader. Like, that's the whole They're thing. They're still shaking around, too, and they haven't dropped in temperature. And they got yeah, taken yeah. 60 miles by air. Ooh, or 60 minutes by air. I'm sorry. <laughs> a mile a minute. Yeah, yeah but... uh. And Mulder's like, how did they get here? How did they get here? Which is yeah. a little fucked up because they because they were because this they got attacked in Philadelphia. It does not take an hour to go from Philadelphia to DC by air. I no, don't know. Well, they if, they were, like, on, if they were on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, <laughs> which explains the highoid conspiracy. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's it's very like okay. I, well, I it could guess. have a helicopter, right? Like, that'd be faster or slower than a jet. Well, interestingly enough, one of the reasons I thought this was a good episode was because the stakes just keep ramping up in, in kind of in natural ways where I didn't really question the plot too much because first, and that's the other reason I like it, is because there's just obviously supernatural things going on. Like, there's very little of Scully going... Well, what about this, Mulder? What about this natural occurrence that could have taken well, place? Okay, Everybody's well, just like, nah, well, it's fine. It's fine. Well, speaking speaking of stakes, I think that kind of leads us to the next point of, yeah. like, Mulder and Scully then. Uh, well, Lauren sees her boss. Um, she's like, at, we see more of her workplace environment. And um, she spills a I think we start glass to, of a mug of water. It spills by itself yeah. so she can get an immediate uh, meeting with him. It's like you're watching Ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... Um, and then Mulder and Scully found out that the um, the robbers belong to a Islamic terrorist group, and I think that's where like the stakes for me got a little bit. I think this is like a watching now thing. We're like Islamic terrorist group. Holy shit, that's really serious. Apparently, in the night is like, oh yeah, it's no big deal. There's like fourteen of them. Well, this as They're fine. far they won't as do the stakes for the show go, this, this was before I think the uh, World Trade Center bombing. Yeah, but as far as the stakes for the show go, like I know they're playing it up as like a crime law and order type thing, but like you don't. Re- I was watching it. I didn't really care. I was like, oh, we got some Islamophobia, whatever. And then it's kind of honestly on the show, it's kind of relegated to the background because you're supposed to be focusing on the weird ghost shit. So it's kind of like anybody, yeah. anytime anybody brings up the Isafi or whatever the fuck they call it, you're like, eh, whatever. I, I must get the that. impression, and I am not, I am not excusing it, but th- there is a different texture to it. Almost like uh, in Back to the Future, you get the impression that, like, wasn't it like some Lebanese guys? I f- uh, yeah. The plutonium? F- yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot the that Libyans, shit. Libyans. I forgot that shit was in the Back Libyans, to the Future right? until I rewatched it like a few yeah, years ago. So like, it, whoa, this shit's less, in here? It's, it's, it's... It's not White House down or whatever. Right, it's yeah. like, it's just like they're like, uh, I don't know. We used who's Ru- our baddie? Uh, it's like we used Russians. Before. It's not. It's That's not the hurt passe. locker. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iranian. Sure, it's like they're throwing darts at the big evil villain country yeah, it's, dartboard, it's and they're like, ah, it's, fine. it's literally like in inner space. It's yeah. yeah. They, I think I think they were coming out of the Cold War and they were living in the the. Fukuyama end of history, and they were like, "Well, we want to show that we're a little bit more cosmopolitan in 
the geopolitical world we're describing, and so we're not going to do Russians, we're going to do... Yeah, and the muggers are barely... The muggers are barely on the screen, and outside of that, oh, there yeah. are no Iranians or stereotypical, I don't know, terrorist people or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's, kind it's of irrelevant. It's the exact opposite of the Bird Notice episode, where it turns out the villain is an uh, Iranian, uh, an Iranian gay man who was force femmed and is <laughs> wow. now taking revenge on the world. That uh, yeah, that's oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, she has a meeting with her boss, and the boss. It is is getting handsy and creepy. Men in this episode are bad, as in real life. It's very realistic. And um, his like bracelet, he has a chain bracelet or something, and it like gets like super tight. And he's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, oh, "I'm gonna quit." Bye. It's the <laughs> hanky code for straight. It's the hanky code for straight guys. I guess it's the bracelet chain, bra- chain bracelets. Didn't know that. I guess I'm learning things about myself and my sexuality today. <laughs> well, you don't want to wear them because women will use their ghosts to, sh- to cut off their <laughs> they're, they're ghost dads. Yeah, I like this a lot better than the Jersey Devil, for example, which you know. Oh yeah, of oh, yeah, course. For sure. But the thing about the Jersey Devil, it's like the Jersey Devil. But what if it's got boobs? But that's like <laughs> that's like all the thought that went into it is just it's a it's a Sasquatch with boobs, and this is like it starts out like okay ghosts but then it's also like okay but like ghost terrorism ghost da- no that's irrelevant it's like ghost dad and then it's like wait donated organs wait what what about uh wait wait maybe it's psychokinesis maybe it's not just ghosts maybe she's carrie maybe it's this like you're you're literally the whole episode you're like i don't really know what's going on yet until like they until the end word for obviously it's ghost yeah. dad well also but it also culminates in like the guy floating in the air in front of Mulder and a freaking letter opener flying in front of this dude. It's like, okay, cool. Like we got a lot of suspense and some payoff. So, so, well, so they, they see that when they see the video, they see the ATM video right. of Lauren and the, the holdup. And it appears to be Graves himself who is in the video. I, okay. It, it looks like nothing. It looks like a. <laughs> it looks like somebody was in the frame and they immediately ran out of the frame with the photo and stayed. Like you can't. I don't know how anybody knows who it is. And the funniest thing about that is they go see. They go see her, and they're like, they ghosts see uh-huh. her. Oh, sorry. They're like, do you recognize these men? And she's like, no, 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 uh, no, not lying, no, the obvious lying, no. And then she's <laughs> like, are you sure? And she's like, mm, mm, mm. And then she's like, oh yeah, well you were mugged by him. And then she's like, oh also, do you recognize this man? And shows like the wispy ghost photo. And I'm like, what are you? This is very out of character <laughs> for Scully, and it's also hilarious. And she's like, that's Howard Graves, my old boss. Well, originally she's like. I think she tries to play that cool too. She's like, "Oh, I can't tell you," because she's just the worst liar in the world. But, but also, <laughs> like, I can't tell you what, the, like, you can look at the photo and it doesn't look like a person. It looks like a wisp. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. It's a perfectly valid answer. I think it's pretty valid. And also, like, another good question is, why the fuck are you showing me this photo of a wisp and acting like I know who it is? Um, <laughs> Mulder goes like interrogates us like. Lady is like, look at these three dots. What ghosts? What ghosts are these? Pretty much, check out this ink blot. Um, oh, <laughs> do okay. Do they do the enhancing now, or do they do the enhancing <laughs> later? I think it's now. I can't I think remember. I've never seen it. This. this this is like the the uh, well, their the, car the freaks out. Oh, that's right. Their car freaks out. That that's yeah, you're, yeah. you're in the right process. So yeah, they they go outside. They get in the car. They're like. 
Well, that was a that was an adventure, derp, and then like uh, the car just locks itself and puts the gas all the way down. It goes in reverse as fast as possible. They they run in. They a guy like t bones them. Yeah, well, basically, and they're fine. I do want to. I do want to give a shout out. Okay. Like, for some, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, well, this is some really cool stunt work. Like if you watch it closely, and I happen to be at the time, mm. um, you can see that it's actually like two people in the car, mm. like. At the collision happening, and like they like they move their heads around, like it's not dummies; it's actual people. Yeah. As the collision happened, like that's I, I appreciate like how realistic that was. I wasn't. I was like a shout out to like, your stunt double. I just thought it was funny. They got the cutaway shot of the person in the other car, and they're like, "Okay, I I think it's just to be like they're okay, but you can't really tell. I I mean, they could be dead. I don't know." <laughs> and then they um okay they go to repair the car, and Mulder's like. Oh, the car has a hundred miles on it. It's brand new. It should... Yeah, yeah, it's just perfectly fine, except it does have an electrical charge in it. Yeah, the lights are just <laughs> always bum, bum, on, bum. which is kind of cool. Like, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And again, Scully isn't like, well, Mulder, the, the cars, these cars nowadays have, you know, I don't know. She doesn't try to make up anything. She's just like, okay, all right, that's fucking weird. Let's keep going. Like, she's just along for the ride in this one, which is good. Um, no, no, no. Well, she has a fun moment she's later a fun on. Moment. I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But, yeah. So the car... Man, I wonder how they get around. I guess they just... Oh, I guess the car just works after that. It's the same car, right? Man, I wouldn't drive it. Uh, I think they get again. a different car. Okay, I was going to say it. Like, fuck that. Yeah, they get, they get, a, they get a beater. <laughs> um, and then they and then, they, vis- uh, they visit his gravestone. That's right. Yeah, they, they start, yeah and they're, they're still kind of stalking Lauren a little bit. Um, I love this. Noticing that she like freaks out about like the, like, the parking scene. Um, I love this dude in the cemetery so much. He's yeah. just like, I go to every <laughs> funeral, and I know everything about that gravestone you just looked at. And I'm like, motherfucker looked at Dompe from Ocarina of Time and went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you expect him to come up to Mulder and be like, hey, listen, your partner looks a little square, but I've got a little obstacle course under here, and you can <laughs> Hookshot, if you just come down here and play fucking American Ninja Warrior with you, me. look like you could use a heart piece, young man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, watch out for the sculptulas. <laughs> well, he's against like, one of the headstones, and a ghost comes out and just like baps on the head with a lamp. Mulder pulls out a big empty fishbowl. Um, well, so like I just love this character because he's so he's such a Twin Peaks character. It's just a guy yeah. who's fucking weird. And he has no, he doesn't really have relevance to the rest of the plot. He's just a guy who's like, oh, yeah, no. I know everything about every dead person here. And you're like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Sick, man. I really expected him to come back. No. Like, he's a vital NPC I think it's for better he didn't the, come the back. That's the thing is it's so eerie, but like we don't have to have him come back with the gun that shoots elephants and, and run around. <laughs> but, um, okay, so... They they have Sarah. Is it Sarah? Is that her name? The other the the three year old girl who died. It's like nineteen sixty six to nineteen sixty. Uh, yeah, uh, Graves' daughter. Well, it's who funny. Would have been, who would I have mean, been Lauren's age? It's not funny. Yes. but they look at it and it says nineteen sixty six to nineteen sixty nine, and then they go to him. They go to this guy and they're like, "How is she related to the guy?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure." I mean, that's a baby, so you could probably work through <laughs> the family tree. And then, like, he tells them, and then he looks back at it, and he's like, ah, she was three years old. I'm like, this is fine detective work. <laughs> like, I've already worked all this out. And then, um, 
And th- this is when they have the enhancement. There is the cool line like, oh, like it could like that. She'd be that old now. And I'm like, OK, so are we dealing with like her daughter is following the lady around? And she or is like I was thinking maybe like his daughter possessed her and now she's using her daughter's powers to do. I was like, ooh, I don't know where this episode is going. It's just got ghosts. That's all I know. Then they have this big debacle over whether he's dead or not because they do the enhance. Yeah, enhance because it appears they see a picture because they did one of their surveillance photos of her yeah. in her house, and um, Mulder is like, "Look at this blur," and then <laughs> they enhance, enhance, enhance. She's like enhanced by ten, and then they do. And like, <laughs> okay, this is I hate to be cinema sins guy, but I've done like actual darkroom photography, sure, sure. and like you can't. Well, they're not enhance. in a darkroom; they're on a computer. That's why they can enhance, man. No, but they can't. There's nothing <laughs> there to the enhance. You computer. can't enhance anything else. Well, they use they use newfangled technology to to take the small pixels and realistically, like, algorithmically design what would be. Oh. You know what I'm, they could do deep fakes now. This is like distant future stuff. But sure, it's computers. Like, it's fine. It's stupid, but it's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he's staring, I mean, he's like, staring out the window at Mulder being like, you know Blade stop Runner looking at her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and that's the distant future. This is, it's the FBI. Whatever. They're using a Carter or something to enhance. It's fine. So <laughs> they enhance to see that, how is his name Howard? I'm going to get his name wrong. Robert Graves. Robert thought, Graves. Well, no, no, Howard Graves. You're right. Howard, yeah, yeah, Graves. Yeah, Howard Graves. They see he's in the apartment. Which is just a funny name for a ghost. I have to point out. Howard Graves, like, uh, want to just call him, Grave. like, William Tombstone, yeah, or, like... Um, well, they, <laughs> they literally it. had a villain, they had a villain whose last name was Jeffrey Corpse. Matt. Yeah, <laughs> Tombs. <laughs> we got Tombs, now we got Graves. You just wait till we get to, to Dr. Crypts in a few episodes. Um, <laughs> so, Dr. Acula, the vampire. Maz and Liam. I mean, yeah, you know, you know the cigarette-smoking man's name is General Grievous, right? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I will never. Really quick aside, I will never forget. I was, I think, nineteen years old when Revenge of the Sith came out, and I was still living at home. And some of my friends came over, and we were talking about how excited we were to see it. And we were like, "And then did you see the the, the dude from Clone Wars? General Grievous is going to be in it." And my dad walked through the room and said, "Y'all are excited about going to see a movie." With a villain in it named General Grievous, and we said, and sort of chastened, we said, "Yeah," and he sipped his beer and went, oh, oh, and just like that, shook his head and left the room. Your dad has severe Bert energy. It's it's very strong. Like nerds. Uh, well, okay. So anyway, um, they they see the photo. They see Howard Graves is in it. Then they're like, Scully's like, well, he must be alive. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a picture that you just enhanced. Maybe it's like a cardboard cutout or like maybe she's doing a painting. I don't a, know. Maybe a homeless guy did a photorealistic yeah. drawing of him and you're going to unlock the secret well, by drawing maps. <laughs> I don't, sure. I don't know. But uh, well, yeah, we get to also see Lauren. Um, she has a vision in the middle of the night about like this, like bloody uh, bathtub. Um, that's fun. Lead, that leads her to believe that like he's been murdered. Like that's what she thinks. Like, is it real? Is it not? It's like, very so it's kind of, like, well done. Thing. Like the blood, the blood spots are right where the wrists would have been in the bathtub, but like he's not in the bathtub, and then the, the bathwater drain. It felt very, very it. Like especially with the way she reacts, like like the miniseries it 
uh, when like oh, yeah. Beverly's looking in the sink, I was like, "Ooh, this is really creepy for for TV." Well, I mean, like that uh, Scully did make a direct Poltergeist reference, yeah. like at the there, car he, lot. Yeah. Um, well, she's making fun of Mulder. Mulder also has the Elvis line. <laughs> it's like nobody comes back from the dead except Elvis, and then like she just no sells them. She's like, I don't care about your dumb jokes. Um, <laughs> we're right. So at this point, they're Scully's not very Scully's not very yes and. No. Like that's that's pretty clear. No, so she so they they decide maybe he's not dead, and then they go to check the records, and the lady's like, Yeah, he's dead, and then they're like, Oh. Ah, uh, but who who identified the body? And it was her. So then they're like, ooh, and then all the organs were donated. So now I'm like, oh, shit, are we getting, like, the organs were transplanted into people, and now they have psycho like psychokinetic powers, and she got transplanted the organs some? And I'm like, that doesn't make any and sense. But I, I have to shout out to the doctor uh, lady. Um, that's Lorena Gale, mm-hmm. who is, um, like, in every guest star of, like, all those, like, yeah. Vancouver area productions. Uh, but she was in Battlestar Galactica. She's pretty famous. And I think Stargate. As a, yeah. as a character actor. Um, it's, she's one of those Vancouver people just like pops up at, like periodically through like, every sci-fi series you've ever seen. It's just really funny because the organ, okay, the organ transplant never goes anywhere, right? That's just a, a no. Well, it's a loose end, but they go to this lab and you're watching people put stuff in dry ice and like do all this stuff and they're like, the organs were sent here and here and here and here. And then that never comes up again. It's just like the show keeps like, what do you think the episode's about? I don't know, man. Let's just keep them on their toes. So the whole time I'm like, I think that's why I forgot this episode, because I was like, I don't remember what this was. It's like, like if What's-His-Face, the, the 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 Star Trek uh, and, like, Star Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens. It's like if J.J. Abrams only had an episode to work with of, like, uh, opening a mystery box a little bit and being like, what do you think it is? Oh, it's is? a lost <laughs> episode. Oh, no. Oh, let's see. Okay. J.J. Abrams would never, like, close off those doors. He'd just be like, the the organs are gone. That we'd never see an explanation right, for what happened. Right. So that, like, he was, like, talk about it later on. Like, this show is, like, it kind of, like, um, it feels like a game of Guess Who, where it's like, is it this thing? Nope. Is it this thing? Nope. And I will say, it's kind of boring when <laughs> you're the the person that believes in all the paranormal shit like I do and Mulder is, because we figured it out. Like, we're, we're on board for, like, the craziest explanation from, like, round one. Uh, obviously he's a ghost. But that's why I liked it, because like, it could have been all kinds of different paranormal shit. It was like, oh, is this an electricity monster? Is she possessed by a ghost? Is there a ghost following her around? Is she doing it all with her brain? I don't know. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we're going to find out at the end of the episode. Whereas, like, I guess if you just want the whole thing set up at the beginning, it's kind of like, yeah, well, it's ghosts. But, um... Yeah, I had fun with that. It's just kind of like, there are some cul-de-sacs. So anyway, like, okay, they, they the organs don't go anywhere. Then, who else died? Somebody else died that was around her, and that's when they bring her in for uh, It was literally his brother, or like the other guy at the office. That's um, right. Act, acts like a creep. Wait, hold on. Yeah, Dorland. Dorland, yeah, yeah, Dorland yeah. is the guy, he traps her in his office and like starts to threaten her again. Um, and is being very, very weird. Um, and then she calls the agents over because she feels unsafe. And then two assassins. Uh, no, 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 no. But her. she gets questioned before this because they figure out somebody else died around her. And then, oh, I guess, I guess it's just that they figured. Never mind. They they figured out the two muggers died and Howard Graves died, and then they bring her in for questioning. 
and yeah. they have yeah. this big how to do because the the other agents show up the the one the the square ones from the beginning of the episode and they have this really hilarious uh, standoff where they show up they're like you ruined our case and they're like they're, <laughs> they're like tell us what you know and then Mulder and Scully shut up and then they're like tell us what you know and then they go back to shutting up and I'm like this is great I'm just watching like. <laughs> It's just a stupid stand-up between two people. Like, I'm not going to tell you what you want, what you need yeah. to know, and you're not going to tell me. So she gets she gets threatened by Dorland, and then she and then yes. Lauren calls. Uh, then Lauren calls Scully and Mulder. Oh, right. And then okay. correct. Right, that's it. And then two two assassins two two assassins arrive to kill her, which I feel like popular culture has led me to believe. That assassin is a much more common job than yeah. it actually is, um, and they both get just fucking they, annihilated. They both, they both get they both get geisted. Tm. Yeah, I feel like uh, this was the big climatic scene of the episode. Yeah. It was like holy shit, and Mulder gets to walk in on it too, which is crazy. Yeah, they get scannersed. Yeah, but this guy's like floating up in the air, getting choked out with blood everywhere, and Mulder just walks in the door, seeing this dude levitating and being choked, and it's like, okay. And then later on in the episode, he's like, uh, because <laughs> Mulder like has opened the door. Oh yeah, he pushes the, the, he pushes lady the door out open, of and the lady is dead. There. He's like, I gotta push her <laughs> he, like, out of the way. He looks behind the door. <laughs> yeah, he looks behind the door. He's like, oh, oh. Well, in the next scene, like they're interrogating her, and Scully, Scully runs along with it. She's like, oh well. Because she knows that the guy, her other boss, had some secret that they killed Howard Graves for. And Scully, like, plays along to get her to come clean with them. She's like, oh, if his ghost is following you. Working, her current working theory is that Graves faked his death. Right. Yes. But, like, the, the funny thing is Mulder's like, what are you doing, Scully? Like, you, you don't believe her. <laughs> and then Scully's like, yeah, but I want to fucking solve the case, weirdo. And then Mulder's like... Yeah, but we'll never, we'll never like get the evidence for it. I'm like, dude, you just saw it. Like, like you fucking saw it with your own eyes. What do you want? <laughs> like, of all, of all the people to be like, we need the evidence. He literally just did last scene. I mean, granted, I know he he's probably wants like videotape or something, but like, I don't know. I find it kind of weird. He sees something so transparently paranormal, and then he like, literally. With his own two eyes, right next to it, and then he kind of never makes a big deal out of it for the rest of the episode. I, just kinda, I feel eh. like this is an episode that really made me start thinking about how the X Files is a show, and not in the not in the you couldn't make blazing saddles uh, today thing, but you you couldn't believably make the X Files today. Um, yeah, or if you did, it would be a lot harder to write because if you were writing the X Files today, Mulder walks into the room and goes, <laughs> like Bender goes, neat, and pulls out his phone and starts recording. Right, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, yeah, cell phones definitely ruined everything there. Um, I would think like their cell phones would just get wiped at the end of every episode, or they'd get visits from the NSA. Every like, yeah, it wouldn't work. I mean, I guess you have to have some kind of some kind of faith in the government to believe they would even have this program um, and would be doing anything responsible yeah. at all. So nowadays it's like, yeah, yeah, right. There's guys in the government. I, well, I think you, you know, you can kind of see like, I mean, Fringe is basically like X-Files. Like Fringe doesn't focus I've never much really on like seen UFOs Fringe. and paranormals. But like, well, it's very post-security state um, X-Files-y thing of like, um, these things that are paranormal um 
there within the realm and purview of the FBI. Whereas like, it feels like in the X-Files, it's always this constant tension, like Mulder trying to say, this is something that we should solve and figure out. And like within our purview and everyone else is like, no, it's not, this is, there's a very mundane, normal thing for what's going on here. You know, like, like, like think about like every single, like sort of like paranormal phenomena where like someone's killed or something. Right. And the, the answer, if it, if it was uh, a mundane answer, it's like, Oh, someone killed someone else. Like that's not the purview of the FBI. That's like the purview of like local sheriff's department, people like that. Yeah. And this is like a serial I think fringe gets this place of like, there are paranormal things and they require the resources and intelligence of the FBI to like do that kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to, I haven't seen fringe in a while. I, I'd love the show a lot, but like the fact that it doesn't really engage with like fringe is very, everything has to have a scientific explanation. Like they would never have something that's a ghost like this strictly yeah. that doesn't have some sort of like, um, scientific explanation of like, Oh, this like energy echoes of someone like this, this, uh, yes. is, this is a show. And I, this is something like (laughs) this is something like i i kind of like think is interesting of like if you think about the cosmology of the x-files this is a universe where aliens are both real and so are ghosts and so was like satanic possessions and like half a dozen other things the difference between like this and fringe is like the the whole truth is out there thing like you will get episodes on the show with satanic cults and uh weird um crazy monsters that live in the woods and like uh like terrifying uh germs that have laid sedentary in the ground for thousands of years you know like all kinds of weird i, I mean that's sciencey I, but... I do feel like these are mutually incompatible uh these are mutually incompatible uh, kind of crank beliefs because if you believe in both, right. then you start to ask yourself the question: Do the aliens have souls? Do the aliens know about Satan? Do the aliens worship <laughs> Satan? Are the aliens right, right. <laughs> when Jesus died? If, you if you're a Christian, you're like, when Jesus died, did Jesus also save the souls of all the aliens? And if you're Jewish, no. you're like, did Hashem... If you're Protestant, no. Well, if you're Jewish, you're like, did, <laughs> did Hashem make the aliens, or did someone else make the aliens? Right. Well, so this is an important thing. If, and like, if you're Christian, would, like, you need an, to go witness to the alien, aliens. How would an alien be circumcised if they don't have human genitals? Well, this is an important <laughs> thing about X-Files to me, is, like, it's not so much about, like... I mean, the mythology episodes all have alien stuff, but, like, everything is usually just kind of like, ooh, what if this happened? It's not so much, like, usually the science and the the paranormal stuff are kind of at odds, which is very... If an alien got circumcised, would it get circumcised like this or like this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's definitely no episodes of the the Satanic Cult episode, by the way. Well, I mean, if Grey's and you have Zeta Reticuli, like it's one of the best episodes of the show. Um, Also, I do, I do want to say that the end result of that line of thought is, in fact, like Anunnaki shit, where (laughs) where Jews are like descended from aliens who have. It's the show doesn't go. It goes so deep. Yeah, good. Um, (laughs) mercifully, it doesn't go there. I feel like Chris Carter would take us there if you really wanted to. It's just a case, I think, like of the the writers of the show who aren't Chris Carter being, well, Chris Carter maybe, but they're really into like classic sci-fi slash horror stuff. So like when we get to ice, you know, that episode. They wanted it to be Twilight Zone with a framing device. Yeah. Which is great. Like, I like that a lot more than, you know, 
uh, paranormal but numbers. <laughs> like where people yeah. are looking at science graphs fly by while they fucking try to figure out the alien stuff. Like, uh, and I haven't seen Millennium, but I have a feeling it's the same. That's all kind of spooky occultish stuff, you know. Um, I'm more into that than I mean I'd give Fringe a shot, but you know. Oh no, for, Fringe is how solid. many graphs do they have flying Fringe... across the screen in Sherlock mode? That's the question. Uh, not that many, okay. but there's definitely montages that feel like Sherlock stuff. Okay. Of just, like, the genius mad scientist character figuring out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, the closest we get um, to that think... in X-Files is the Sasquatch picture with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Fringe does is um, there's an alternate universe, and so the interplay between the two universes is often relied upon for the reason there's of... There's an alternate universe? Whoa. Yeah. That sounds like sliders or something. Okay. I mean, I feel like the Galaxy Brain modern alternative is uh, the the, holis- the Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Black Mirror is it's like the Twilight Zone with, but it's more modern. Yeah. Ooh, there. What yeah. if you were right. on Instagram? You know. But I feel like from what I've seen of Dirk Gently, it's more willing to, in a very X Files way, go like, "Yeah, okay, this lady's this like shitty suburban housewife." found a magic wand and is wreaking havoc with it um and has like transported everyone into a child's dream of like what is going on in their drawings but also there's like i mean you're making there's, me like, want an to watch agency it that's using there's uh, it's a good show we should watch it um but also there's like an agency like w- what is magic and what is psychic stuff and what is high technology is very like mixed up and it's a Doug- it's based on douglas adams books Oh, I yeah, like yeah. Adams. Okay, so it's got a good pedigree, um, and, it, and it's very, it has it's very a, British, it has, isn't it? It, uh, it takes place in America, um, but it has a very X Files sort of flippancy. With uh, yeah, this is magic. This is psychic shit. This is technology, uh, and it kind of like the picker poison. Yeah, kind of crosses those streams. You're definitely gonna get some some weird otherism stuff going on in X Files. I mean, we're already getting the like. That's why the Iranian stuff in this episode is like tip of the iceberg man we haven't even gotten to the native american monster episode oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know well okay so, so this one so to get back there because yeah. that, that's a good segue to what's the rest of the episode right. um lauren gets interrogated by Mulder and scully and that scene um and they're asking her about um if their company that she worked for had sold technology to these terrorists and Lauren's like, yeah, I think it so. It is kind of a bummer that it ends up being like just a, a corporate. It's like dis- uh, not disclosure, like rising saunter. So it's like a weird corporate suspense thing where somebody has the secrets and where are they? I'm like, ah, I don't care about that. But yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a weird subplot. Yeah. Like it feels really unnecessary to the episode. Like when you could just have like almost anything else, yeah, and it would have been fine of just like. Oh well, Robert Graves hates the other guy because Howard he killed Graves. him, and that's that's all you need to be. Or just yeah, that's all something you need. more like personal. Because I mean, it's you know they tell you it's personal because she's like, oh, he was like my dad, and I told him. I'm like, yeah, but we never really see that. We don't ever see the ghost character. It's just a weird poltergeist thing, and and the it's kind of just the MacGuffin of where the floppy disk is. So you know, but it's fine. I still enjoy <laughs> which it. is so quaint. Yeah, you know. it's a big old three point five floppy disk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. big honk. Because because they have a big showdown, and Mulder. Well, of course it's Mulder, 
Like it, Scully's never going to be in the, in the heart of this at this early. Ah, uh, uh, she in a will series. be in a little in a few episodes. Not a few. It'll be later in season one. She gets she gets in the in the thick of things, but not this one. Yeah. Yeah, but but for now, it's Mulder's the one that right. sees like all the genuinely uh, paranormal shit mm. like in person. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a whole bunch of papers flying around, and um, Dorland attempts to attack her. Uh, Dorland. Yes, Dorland does. And then Graves kills him, I think. No, he threatens him with a letter opener and chokes him against the wall. Oh, that's right, that's right, and yeah. then turns the letter opener to go into the opposite wall where the floppy disk is being hi- hidden. Also, it, it throws all of the papers in the office that ever existed all over the office. So it just looks like a yes. sea of papers, which is pretty cool. It's a messy, it's a messy ghost. I also thought it was funny they, like, they had this entire. I mean, there's a few funny things here. They, they, they basically they go to search the office, and uh, her name's Lauren. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, hey, you can help too. Come along and just poke your poke your nose into papers and also do the searching. It's like I don't. It's like <laughs> I, I'd imagine they showed up and like the boss is like, all right, who called the cops? And Lauren's just like. All right, I'm gonna start looking at these papers. Like, yep, I'm the narc. I did it, and it's just like you might want to lay low. I mean, he knows you did it, but still, just like I don't know. This this scene made me wonder about what I think would be a very charming uh, crossover, uh, which is to say, the Wolf of Wall Street and X Files. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would happen if like the Wolf of Wall Street guy, like if his if he if got his possessed by was... a ghost. <laughs> yeah, like if his office was haunted and Mulder and Scully were breaking in, <laughs> and they were like, "Where's the ghost?" <laughs> and they find him, like they have to drag him away as he's like shoving he's... protoplasm into his yeah. mouth and swallow it. Um, well, the other thing is like when the ghost throws all the paper. Well, you know, Mulder and Scully are like, I, I do, I do want to get like David Duchovny yeah. um, against the, the ways of the mirror. Um, what do you want to get David against... Duchovny against, Matt? Uh-oh. Tell me more. <laughs> I wanted him to to get him against. Okay, shit. What's her name? Oh, yeah, David Duchovny trying to interrogate Margot Robbie. I feel like that room oh, would just right, fucking sizzle. <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez. That'd be so much like that's just subdued sexual I mean, tension. That just, just feels creepy to me. Like, I know I it's could just not, see Scully. But, you know, I feel like it's I could see Scully like looking back and forth across the two of them, being like, "What's going on here?" Mulder just. David Duchovny, I'm sorry, David, if you're listening to the show, which I know you are, he just seems like a creepy old man to me. I know he's not. He's a good man, but, like, it's just the... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know he had the... He's a sex addict in the 90s, so it's just like, I don't know, man. And you're always, like... I, I assume that Californication is extremely autobiographical on some level. More, I mean, and more spoilers for the show. There are some sexy Mulder episodes. There are a few I <laughs> mean, listen. <laughs> now listen! Now listen! Um, we've got, sorry everyone, we're in a D&D game, Willow Bard, who's based on a Kiss character. Um, <laughs> and that's in my Toronto! Uh, the thing is, and I think about the sex addicts stuff a lot, or I thought about it a lot when it was happening, mm-hmm. and cor- correct me if I'm wrong, there haven't been any accusations of, like, misdeeds, I don't right? know, no. I just get the impression that he's, like... Okay, it's not anything he did in real life. It's actually more his characters and oh, like sure. the stuff he's in. Yeah, he's in Californication and Red Shoe Diaries, and 
you know, even on this show, he's... If there's an opportunity for David Duchovny to put himself yeah. in sexy hijinks, exactly. he's going to be there. Yeah, so. I, mean, I mean, David Duchovny himself, you know, if you're, as long as you're tipping at strip, tipping well at strip clubs, and, like, <laughs> if you see sex workers paying them, and, like, if you hook up with somebody, like, maybe because you're famous and have money, like, paying for their cab home, like... And, and, you know, you're checking for consent or whatever. Like, who cares? You're having a lot of sex, bud. Sure. Um, and I think there are worse things the show could have... So I'm imagining the sh- what you're saying is that the show kind of, like, sexualizes Mulder but doesn't sexualize Scully as much, which sounds fun. Uh, well... Oh. I mean, in terms of sexualizing Scully, it's, like, the stuff you've already... Like, like, uh... It's not, the stuff I've it doesn't get when worse you than get that. to gender Bye. bender, it's pretty bad. Uh, too shy. To. They have a few sex pestier monsters of the week type things, and it's like, uh, and then, you know, like Mulder has one episode like that, which has a bunch of vampires in it, and it's all just Mulder lets one of them shave him. <laughs> what? Yeah. They let him shave his face, and it's really just all, like, almost half the episode is just sex stuff. And you're like, okay, but this is the X-Files. Like, I know it's got X in the name, but, like, I, I don't want to watch his weird, like, Bachelor underlining files. I feel like they did make that a little bit too easy. Like, there were probably a lot of triple X-Files porn parodies. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. I'm um, Multiple series, probably. I mean, they, they have a Deep Throat character. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, finishing up the episode, uh, they get the disc, reveals the evidence, bada bing, bada boom. All of the agents are satisfied, including the, the squared you ones. Can't the, the really you can't ones. just yada, you can't just yada, yada, the day That's what it is. Episode. But that's what the end of So, like, they get the I'm disc, pretty, and then. I was pretty surprised she just got away. Like, it shouldn't get away because she wasn't a criminal, but you know what I mean. Like, she's just like, well, the business is done, <laughs> and then we have, like, a. <laughs> An Andre Andre Tarkovsky stalker ending, where the the cup shakes a little yeah. bit, and she's like, "All oh, those damn trucks, those yeah, trucks." She becomes, a, she becomes an accountant in the Midwest, and the lady's real fucking mean to her. She's like, "I don't, I don't, like, I don't that's know not Midwest here. culture." In Philadelphia, but in but here in but here in but here Tuscaloosa. In yeah, here in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Oh, Tuscaloosa enough. Tuscaloosa is in Alabama, I think, but mm-hmm. that that's the level of Okanagan. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I think it's in Wisconsin. But around here, oh, that's we're on time to work. And it's like, okay, lady. Yeah. Yeah. But people in the Midwest it, were nice. It is funny. It, w- it was a funny commentary to me on, like, the um, cyclical nature of, like, office jobs. And, like, who the the people t- t- like, tend to rise into that position, how they sort of handle power. At that level, I thought it was a funny I kind of wish but, instead of it being like, oh, my mug shaked a little bit, it's those trucks. Now you're, you get back to work. I kind of wish, like, she just got, like, blasted out the window or something. <laughs> just end up, like, a crazy high note. And then be like, oh my god, sequel gets, or something. Just gets turned into a jelly against the wall, like that one guy, like that one Jesus. guy in the expanse. And just, like, <laughs> hits an inertial dampener and all of her, like, firm tissue turns into liquid. Yeah, just go all out right at the end. It's it's great. 
and then, and then you i will say also um this episode had really great use of music oh yeah um like they were doing like really great just like creepy sounds like all throughout it um so i really appreciated that from music yeah perspective. The, the music is pretty good throughout the show but yeah they have some really good horror beats uh lisa waltz is really good it's a solid episode. I did forget it's most of what ep. happened, but that's because, like, I've seen a lot of X-Files. So the ghost episode is would... kind of... It ends up being a little I, Again, for me, like, yeah. the whole, like, Iranian thing just did felt really unnecessary. Yeah, I just, it is. That part of me just felt... I was like, why? Why is this? The other thing... When it could have just been, like, a lot more personal. And I think if they didn't have to have this whole, like, subplot with these other agents... And the political intrigue yeah. of it, I think it could have helped develop a little bit more about the relationship between Lauren and Robert Graves. Right. Yeah, um, like more personal stuff. Or Howard Graves. Yeah. Um, and I think that would have helped a little bit more to sort of like see that connection um, more. So that, that's, what, that's for me, it's like Absolutely. we would have wanted more of that because yeah, I feel like that's missing. I agree. And it's kind of interesting because one of the later episodes in this season, I think, is at a nursing home and has a bunch of ghosts. And I remember that one better than this one, even though I think it's a overall worse episode. But like, it's just like there's more imagery and interesting interplay stuff, so that I remember that clearer than this one, which is kind of it's a little more long in the tooth with all the Iranian stuff and the the donated organs and figuring everything out. But it was fun. What's next week? Next week is Ghost in the Machine. Uh, next week is the episode yes, you were this is the one that you've been balls. waiting for. <laughs> Uh, and this is, uh, and we will be caught up to my advanced watching of X Files, and then I can watch ahead, and then I can watch. You can gender watch as much as you want. Bender. Uh, yeah, you might not want to be around for that one. Uh, and so I'm going to be around. Oh, listen. No, you're going to tear into it. Feel yeah. free, because it's. Uh, I mean, okay. Even back in the day, no one liked that episode, so that should okay. really tell you. Plus, <laughs> that that feels it feels like the um what's the the TNG season one episode honor code of honor high ground code of honor yes that's it the, it feels that's like the, the gender was like the code of honor of like X Files season one um, which is like, I mean uh, the worst ones are Ghost in the Machine space and gender bender well spice. but like in terms of like content like that has aged extremely poorly like Ghost yeah. in the Machine and space from I recall are Ghost like, in the Machine just cheesy, cheesy episodes like yeah. they're like not good yeah, whereas but gender Gender-bender is like this is 20 yeah, okay yes yeah. we'll get there um I mean you still have ice to look forward to which fucking rules and uh I think fire might be soon too I don't remember how late that one is that one's if fun there's a season this 1 episode called ice and a season 1 episode called fire oh yeah and they're Hell completely yeah. different there's uh, one is Firestarter and one is The Thing. Literally, it's just The Thing, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When, is the, yeah. Ch- when is the true? And this was be- was this before The Thing had its kind of like renaissance, where it was like I don't know because because it was way after The Thing came out that it was finally recognized Correct. to be a very good movie. Yeah, see, right? my like, issue is when I was growing up, I always thought The Thing was a classic movie, but I don't know when it started. What the people who made Stranger Things thought too. Well. Yeah, it's, it would have been real fucking weird for a 12-year-old boy to have a movie poster of The Thing when it came out, because everybody hated it. I don't know when they started to like The Thing. I, I get the feeling a lot of people watched this and were like, well, we're not talking about it yet, but like, they were like, oh, that's a neat episode. And they probably didn't even connect the two because people didn't like The Thing so much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I think it was around 1992, actually, was okay. when they. I'm looking at some Wikipedia stuff. That was around when they started to like reevaluate it as like, like ten years later, as like something that was valuable and like really interesting. And I, I mean, I'm going to guess that was like sort of like right before the show, like the writers were sort of break down episodes, and so this is probably like on their minds of like, and also like judging from the X Files, like, um, who is it? Like Glenn Morgan, right? And I always get their name um, backwards. I think it's. Darren Morgan and Glenn Wong, or it's Glenn Morgan. Glenn, and Glenn Morgan and James, James Wong. Wong. You know, it, it seems like they're. It seems like the guys that are writing for X Files right. right now, like particularly in this first season, they love their yes, cults, they do sci-fi stuff. So, like, I think they would have done the thing even without the critical reappraisal, just because they like the idea of it. I, so I much. really can't. I bet they were fans of it for I a long time. I can't overstate that those two guys are the backbone of the show. Like Chris Carter would have you believe the show's all him, but those two made this show. Like they, they make what is really good about the show great, and uh, and then once Darren Morgan shows up, just ah, oh, so good, so good, and Chris Carter's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did see uh, a post on Tumblr mm-hmm. the other day that listed like the fifteen best X Files episodes, Bert, and it listed ep- episodes from like after. When did you say the show gets bad? Five, five or six. Five, six. It's around five. They listed episodes after five yeah. or six. No, there's I, good I, I ones. I think there was a recognition that the show overall dropped in quality after that, but apparently, like, a lot of very good episodes. No, there's good sh- There's good episodes. It's just, like, the soul of the show is, like, seasons two and three. That's the soul of the show. And when it's at its best. And then, I mean, there's good stuff. I think the Cops episode is until, like, season five or six. Um, and everybody remembers that episode. Like everybody, but the that's what? the cops episode. Like, like it's they literally no, it's like an episode of Cops, the show with the oh, camcorders. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, everybody it's one of my absolute favorites. I love the shit of it. It's stupid fun. Um, but anyway, we'll wrap it up there, and we'll see you all next week for Ice. No, or Ghost no, no, Ghost in the Machine. machine. That's okay. Sorry, I really want to skip ahead, but we'll watch Ghost we'll in the Machine, it. which will be very. A thing. <laughs> Remember, and everybody. We'll see you then. The truth. <laughs> the tooth is out there. Wow. <laughs> Trust no one. Or whatever. Trust no guns. Trust no Except guns. Except these. Pow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>